Now, we continue with Mile High Magazine. Here's your host, Murphy Houston. Good morning and welcome into Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston and we're rolling into the month of November, as you well know, and it's National Adoption Month. And with me today is Adrian Elliott, the Executive Director of Adoption Options. Adrian, welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm glad you made it down. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a crazy day out there today. Yeah, some days are crazy, for sure. Yep. So it, it's new to me, I have to admit, and I've been in Denver almost 40 years, uh, and no, no, never heard about the adoption options. Talk about that. What is it? How does it work? So uh, so Adoption Options is an inclusive nonprofit adoption agency, and we're dedicated to enriching the lives of children, youth, and families, and we p- provide education, placement services, uh, counseling, and support for all members of the adoption community. Is it mainly a Denver thing? Do you reach out nationally, or is it all just right here within the state of Colorado? So we have a license in Colorado. Um, however, we can work with families or birth parents that are in other states as long as somebody resides in Colorado. I see. So what do you mean? You t- talk more about your work with families. What, what are you working with? What are you doing? So we work with the adoptive families. We, we actually work with all members of the, um, the adoption, what we call a triad or a triangle kind of with the adoptive family, with a birth family, um, and with the children. So that's quite a lot. Yes. And uh, is that big here in Colorado? Are you busy doing that? So, yeah, we are. Um, so it just kind of depends. So with, when we're working with birth families, they're making a voluntary plan to place their um, unborn child right. or a smaller child um, with an adoptive family. With, when we're working with adoptive families, we work mostly with um, them uh, getting a home study readied to have a placement of a child into their family. We work with the county departments of social services to place foster children into families. Um, and then we work with children when they're placed with the family. So actually, is there any age limit to the children that you work with? Could it be 10, 11, 12 teenagers? Yes, we work uh, with children zero to 18. Well, that's a, unfortunately a lot, isn't it? Yes. It really is. Well, what is this flexible family program? Can you talk about that? Sure. That's our uh, foster to adopt program. So we call them flexible families because they have to be somewhat flexible to be in the program, meaning that they have to be able to work with the County Department of Social Services, the state of Colorado, GALs, which are guardian ad litems, the child, the therapist, all the players that are involved when a child is in foster care. Wow. That's quite a bit. Yes. It really is. And how do you work with the birth mothers? Do they reach out to you and, you know, I'm going to have this baby and I've decided I want to adopt it out? Yes. So uh, if a if a birth mom is in crisis or a birth father too, I mean, it could be either or, um, they reach out to us by either calling our um, calling into the agency and talking with a birth parent counselor. They can go online. They can ask questions uh, via email or a text message. Um, and then once they reach out to us, then we can talk, start working with them around adoption. So we're really decision-making counseling um, at the very beginning. We're going to explore all their options with them. And then if they decide to pursue adoption, then we work with them through the process until the baby is born. Now, these mothers and or fathers that are giving up their children, do they meet the adoptive family that wants their baby? Is that connected well in advance? Yes, if they want to. So that's all up to them. So it's completely voluntary um, throughout the entire process. They kind of control that process. So if they would like to meet their adoptive family, they get to choose their adoptive family if they want to, and then they can have contact later on if, if that's what they want. Can they change their minds? They can. 
even after the child is born, they go, well, you know. Yes, correct. I, they can. It is oh. still, it's a voluntary process, so they still have all their parental rights that if they decide that even after the birth of the child, um, up until the court finalizes, like signs off on the relinquishment documents, they have a right to change their minds. So how long does that process take, the the court signing off? So they have a few days with this newborn baby? Not necessarily. If they place at the hospital, they may place with the adoptive family while they're still, they could still be trying to make a decision or they could have signed all their legal paperwork. And that would be, and that's a process that can take anywhere from a week to two months. It just depends on this, the legal situation. Wow. And what about the foster children? How does that work with them? Obviously, they're with a foster family and... How do people know about them? So there's a lot of different ways kind of that they can be that children, once they become to a certain point where the counties are looking for potentially an adoptive family for them, they may be with an ado- a foster family at that point in time. And then through like the adoption exchange, um, it could be Adopt U.S. Kids, which is a national organization where they photo list children. Um, so families can call into us and they can start the process to become a flexible family. They have to be licensed. They have to go through training. That's several hours. And then once they're ready, then they can start looking at children that are available through the state or through the county departments. Did they get a chance to spend time with that foster child before they adopt the foster child to oh, see yes. how, how with the family, if they have other children involved? Yes. How does that work? So once they're technically matched, so if a family and, a, and the county decides that this is the family for this child, then there's a transition. And so that child will sometimes visit the family. They can have overnights. They can start that trend. It's, so it's dependent upon what that child needs. And once that child moves into the family, then there's a six month, at least a six month process of post placement supervision. So somebody, lots of people usually are at the home making sure everything's going well, that the child, you know, has the services they need, the family can meet their needs, and then once that child is then legally freed and and the county is ready to how that have that child be adopted, then they go through the finalization process. I say six months because unfortunately, sometimes it takes a little bit longer than that. It can take up to a year or more before that child's legally freed. And then the family that adopts the foster child, is there a, a, a window where they maybe come back and say, hey, you know, this really isn't working out. We can't do this. And they back out. Is that a possibility? Has that ever happened? It does happen, um, and it can happen it, if it's going to happen. Typically, it happens during that post placement period right. where things just don't work out. The hope is is that we provide enough services. That's I think that's what's unique about our program is that we offer a lot of intensive services while that child is placed in the family, so that families feel successful to be able to adopt. But does sometimes the child disrupt out of that placement? It it happens. Yes. Well, that's a tough situation, I'm sure. I'd imagine you would have find more newborns being adopted than going through the foster child process because that would be a tough move to add a child to your family um, of, of yeah, that age. Yes, okay. although what I will say is that we there's a lot of children out there that need families, and I I think that there's a lot of families that want to adopt an older child. They sometimes don't know where to start in that process. Newborns, there's... Pregnancy rates are lower. There's not as many babies necessarily. Um, so those families tend to wait a little bit longer um, through that process to get a newborn. 
Um, and birth families don't always necessarily, they, sometimes there's services out there that they can parent their child. So they're not as, that's not as, um, those children don't wait as long. I see. I see. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does make sense. And does the process start like visit your website? You must have a website. Yes, we do. Yeah. Give us that. It's www.adoption-options.com. Uh, it's Adrian Elliott, the Executive Director of Adoption Options. It's National Adoption Month. Let's talk about the support you give birth mothers. I hear it's pretty spectacular. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, we actually work really hard on trying to support them during this process. So if they contact, we may have a birth parent that is working throughout their entire pregnancy with us, and we may be offering them counseling. Uh, we will be offering them counseling. Sometimes if they're homeless, we'll offer them, you know, we'll figure out how to get them into a shelter. Uh, we help them with food. If they're in a domestic violence situation, we help them uh, try to stay safe. Um, so there's a lot of service, like support services, pregnancy related that we do at the front. And then after their placement, the hope is is that we continue to have contact with them so that we can continue to counsel them through the grief and loss, that we can maybe send them to some support groups that will help them uh, get through the process a little bit easier. Yeah, I guess I never thought about the, the grief of that. That's got to mm-hmm. be tough. It is. For a birth mother to give up a child. Yes, and it, it's a... It's a lifelong decision for everybody involved, and so that just doesn't go away after a placement of a child. And how much do you protect the privacy? Because you hear these stories about children that have been adopted want to find their birth mother you know, when they're in their 20s or whatever. Do you help with that process, or do you say these, it's sealed? I mean, nobody knows. Well, actually, it's a little bit different in Colorado now. Those records are not necessarily sealed. A child, An adopted child can open their uh their sealed record at the time that they're 18. The adoptive family can also help them um, find their birth family if that is what the child wants to do, and they can actually open the file too. For a birth parent, that's not, it doesn't work necessarily that way. So they can't necessarily open that sealed record and find their birth their their birth child. I see. They have to go through a process. We can definitely help with that process, and we would encourage that there's some sort of uh, counseling that's going on during that just in case one side doesn't want to necessarily find the other side. I understand. So if someone is listening currently maybe in a situation with an unplanned pregnancy, how can they contact Adoption Options? How do you how do you start that process? They can call us on again on our main line, which is 303-695-1601. They can visit us on our website. Uh, we have a lot of birth families that actually start that process and email us um, through our contact list, or they can actually text us. And that process, we're on call 24-7. So if it's after hours or on the weekends, they can just call that main line and they get connected onto the on-call phone. That's great, uh, great service you guys are doing over there. Somebody's always around. So the question is, how, how do you get your funding? How do you operate? Is, the, is it government-funded grants? How does that happen? We have uh, several different ways we get funded, uh, primarily uh, through fees for service. So our adoptive families pay us uh, for home study fees, um, for placement fees, for birth parent uh, fees, because birth parents don't pay us any fees. That's all a free service for them, regardless of whether they place or not. Adoptive families pay some service fees. We also get uh, foster care fees through the county, so we get some government. We have government contracts that way. We also fundraise, which we have a lot of fundraisers. We do hold events. We have donors, um, and we uh, secure grants. 
So is Adoption Options got a party coming up? We, we do. We do have a party. We do have a party coming up. We actually have um, our big gala, which is a Roaring Twenties oh, evening. Nice. Yes, it's going to be really fun. Yeah. It's you know dressing up. Um, it's at the Plaza Verde. Um, in Inglewood, yeah, yeah. and uh, and it's being catered by Epicurean, and it's November tenth, Saturday night. Starts at six o'clock in the evening. We're gonna have a big band. Uh, we're gonna have a casino night. It's gonna be great. Reggie Rivers is gonna be our MC and our auctioneer. Wow, it's good gonna for be him. a great great that's, event. That's a big night. So how do we get tickets? I mean, is it too late? What is today? Like the third or something of November? So you're talking a week away. Actually, you can get tickets all the way up until the event if you wanted to, but uh, obviously sooner the better. But you can uh, how you would do that is you would go onto our website and we you would just click through to our link um, and b- purchase tickets. What other kind of fundraisers do you do? That sounds like a wild time. I mean, yeah, that's our big one. And yeah. then we also usually throughout the year we had a top golf tournament. Uh, tournament. Oh, fun! Yes, that was great. Um, that's usually in the summer, obviously. Yeah. And then uh, we had a lunch and learn um, in May of this year. That's that was much more educational. It was during the business hours. So I was reading in some of the information I got ahead of time that uh, Adoption Options is pursuing a social enterprise. Correct. What is that? Okay, so it is actually, it's going to be a business, basically a business with a cause. It will be attached to our nonprofit, but it will be a, its own separate entity. And it's going to be uh, focused on helping uh, adoptive families post-adoption um, access uh, needed services that they throughout their uh, adoption journey after they finalize an adoption. So it's going to offer webinars, podcasts, educational opportunities, support groups, um, all the th- online coaching, all the kind of things that don't necessarily happen after an adoption finalizes. Well, that's a huge endeavor. Right. Yeah. Are you running that yourself? You must have to have some help. So um, I will oversee it, but yes, I will be hiring a project director that will actually run that, um, the, run the business, and then obviously people to put the content on the e-platform. So it'll be, yes, it's a big endeavor. Yeah, it is. Podcast is kind of the way to go these days. Yes. You know, being in the business, radio is still big, but podcasts seem to be kind of popular. Right. So good luck with that. That's Thank gonna, you. That's going to be kind of competitive. So again, it's National Adoption Month. And if you're thinking of getting involved or you have a situation where you need to give up a child, uh, reach out to Adoption Options. And uh, Adrian Elliott is our executive director. Do you answer the phone yourself? <laughs> we have we have other people to answer the phone. I sometimes do, though. Well, you need to. It's a nonprofit. We do it all. Yeah, you have to, yep. right? Yep. And when you're the boss, you got to figure out how everything is working. Right. And if you don't know how it's working, Correct. you got to be involved. So, again, give us the information. Let's talk about the website just a little bit and phone numbers uh, where people can uh, reach out. Okay. Uh, the website again is www.adoption-options.com. Our phone number is 303-695-1601. And again, we're on call 24-7 and that will connect us anytime after uh, it. If it's after hours or on the weekends, we can definitely be reached by our on-call phone. Sounds like a full campaign to me. So Adrian, any final words for folks that are out there thinking about adopting? I mean, I'm, I'm, people discuss it. Do they make the move? What would you tell them? Come on. What I would say is that if you're thinking about it, make the phone call, get some information. Sometimes it takes us still a little bit longer to make the decision to whether you want to adopt or not. 
but there's a lot of kids that need families and kids do better in families. And so, you know, it's a, the flexible family program is great, especially if you already have children and you are just wanting to expand a little bit more for your family. Um, the infant program is awesome simply if you want to be a first time parent to a baby. It's a good idea. Adrian, thanks for coming in today. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, that's great. Adrian Elliott, who's the Executive Director of Adoption Options. And it is National Adoption Month. In fact, there's a fellow I work with here at Bonneville Broadcasting, works at one of our radio stations, The Fan. And Scott DeHuff is his name. We're going to talk to Scott because, he, uh, Scott because he's gone through the process with you guys, right? He has. And he's uh, got some stories he wants to share. and. I know it's a good thing because he's got a big smile on his face. Well, that's good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think it's great to hear from somebody that's actually been through the process. All right. Thanks, Adrian, for coming in today. We appreciate it. And the fellow I was just talking about, Scott DeHuff, has joined me. Hey, Scott. Hey, how you doing? Good, good, good. How are things down at the fan? Uh, they're good. They're <laughs> yeah. busy as usual. Well, he, Scott's like the boss down there. He runs the whole sure, show. Sure, <laughs> sure. Anyhow, Scott, we've been talking because it's uh, National Adoption Month, and I know that mm-hmm. you've gone through the process. You've worked with adoption options that we just talked to their executive director, Adrian Elliott, and you mentioned that you'd like to talk about your story a little bit and what you went through, how the process was, and I thought we could could do that absolutely and love I, to share my story let's uh what made you des- decide to adopt that's a big decision yeah it, absolutely big decision and obviously my my wife was a huge part of it and we had been we had been trying you know to have a family for a long time sure sure and it just wasn't happening for one reason or another and then i remember it, it's funny uh i i re- I'll always remember the time when i decided that i was all in on adoption and my, I was headed home from work. I'm on I-25, and my wife calls me, and she's like, I, I want to do adoption. And I had been hemming and hawing about it. Yeah. And I wasn't really in, in, fully in. And she's like, listen, I'm going through adoption whether you like it or not. Bingo. And I was like, oh. So then I hung up the phone with her, and I'm driving, and I just start, I just totally visualize uh, just the, the, the end result of adoption not necessarily the whole process and everything like that. I just visualized the end of, uh, I'll always remember just envisioning a little girl holding my hand. That's quite a positive vision though. Right? Yeah. So that, that stuck with me and I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter if it's my blood or not. It's a matter of love. Right. It is. So I was like, I get home and I'm like, all right, let's do it. I'm all in. And you hug and you go, we're going for it. Yeah. And then, you know, and then the process began. Yeah. And, and that's the, quite a journey. Well, we'll talk about that. How does that process begin? I know you worked with Adoption Options. Uh, Correct. We just talked with them. Correct. So you reach out to them first? Yeah. We, we uh, again, my wife was, you know, she's the heart and soul of everything uh, that we did. And uh, so she contacted them and said, listen, this is what we want to start doing. And they immediately got the ball rolling. Right. and. Right. And the the amazing thing about adoption options and as well as all the other uh, agencies out there is, you know, they they're not just throwing you to the wolves. They're, they're not just, you know, just. Well, good luck. Hey, good yeah. luck. Here's yeah. a child. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a lot that goes in, goes into it. And uh, uh, it, they were really good about making sure that we are prepared because there's a lot to learn. And, and, and to be honest, I feel that we're. We're really lucky to have gone through adoption options and because there's so many different things as a parent that you need to learn and you just don't 
sometimes you just don't have the right, you know, the, the simple things of, that, like, there, there was a class that they made us take of how to change diapers. Well, it's important to know that. I had never changed a diaper before. <laughs> I had no idea. There's, but, the, but then it was also the other stuff about they, they teach you about because, you know, with adoption, the reality is you, you could be a, uh, getting a child that's a different ethnicity than you. And if you're open to that, which we were, right. uh, you, you got to know how to deal with that. The simple thing of everybody's hair is different. Yeah. And I had I had no I I'd never thought about that before. And they they walk you through those type of things of be, to be prepared. So you're so you're really not going through a situation that you're you, you don't you're prepared for everything. And that's what they do. And they did a great job of that. Well, first of all, did you have to you and your wife just have the discussion? Well, should it be a newborn or should we do a foster child? Because they're big on adopting out foster kids. Yeah, we we were we were open to that too because there's there's a Let's, we were we were open for anything. We were ready to be parents, and we we were open for everything. And and that's one of the things they go with. Be, do you, are you only going to be you know down for a, a newborn, or what's the age limits that your your range that you're in for? And we were we personally were open for everything, and they're and they were great about working within our within our range as well as other families that were in there going through classes as well. Sure, sure. A lot of families making the same move you were making, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So adoption options prepares you and your wife. Mm -hmm. You're kind of knowing what to expect. Then what happens? You kind of, you wait or they give you a heads up about something that could be happening? That's that's probably the hardest part is waiting. But they, and kind of like what I was saying with the classes and and things that they have you, that they space those out so you're always you're always being reminded that uh, you're in the process, but it's not in a negative way. But you are on the list. Once you're officially able to get on the list, you're on the list. And we are on the list for, I want to say, about a year. Oh. But, it, but I, I, but I got to be honest, it did not feel like that. And, and, and like, there, there's so much that you have to, to be prepared for. Uh, it, it wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, I know there's been other people that have been on the list longer uh, and, but we were lucky enough. It was only about a, a year. And, and when my son, when we were notified about my son, it was, um, uh, I want to say he was born in, in April. We got a notification in, I want to say late January saying, Hey, here's, here's this boy going to be, he's going to be born in April, blah, blah, blah. Are you guys willing? Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're, willing. you're ready. We're ready. And uh, we, we actually talked to the birth parents uh, uh, via Skype, uh, which was very awkward I'll bet. for everybody. Wow. And, and we were very, we, but the good thing is we were all honest about it. Uh, we, we, you know, we weren't trying to pretend we weren't. Yeah. we like, yeah. I got to be honest. At one point, I'm like, I, I got to be honest, this is really awkward. <laughs> and everybody just started laughing because it was. It's, sure. It's, it's a difficult decision on everybody's part. Absolutely. Uh, but it, it was fascinating. And then. And with him, we had more of a heads up, uh, you know, a couple months. And so we were, we were ready for that. And, and th- whereas my daughter, uh, we, we got a phone call. I was trying to go through this timeline with my wife the other day. We essentially got a phone call on, say, Thursday and saying, hey, there's a birth mother. Would you like to be on, uh, put in her pool of choices? Because right. she she, ultimately she has the choice. Sure. Which is great. Absolutely. And then so so we're like, yes, we'd love to. 
and then I want to say on the following Monday, like, hey, by the way, the adoption options called us. Hey, you're you're in her final three. We're wow. Like, oh my God. Okay. Oh. And then next thing we know, it was it was late Tuesday, and my wife gets the call. She picked you. Oh my gosh. You guys can go visit the baby. And we'll get the we're gonna get things rolling quick, and that was the great thing. Is adoption options just freaking hit the gas pedal, <laughs> and they they just they get things going. Once yeah. once they get an inch, they go and they take it and they they move forward very quickly and efficiently. It was, it was awesome. So we essentially we got to take her home on Thursday. So it was like a week, essentially a a, a week of knowing she existed. But, but literally, paperwork has to be finalized, right? There, yeah. There's certain paperwork sure. in order for us to to take her home. Uh, but it was it was fascinating because essentially on Tuesday we get the green light officially. Like this girl's yours. It's just a matter of paperwork and time. Yeah, and we're like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah. And uh, so we literally took her home. Basically, if you think about it, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then, and then now we have a family of four all yeah. of a sudden. It's like, holy crap. So that's a great thing. It was amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the greatest thing. I, and, and before this situation, I never knew that this was going to – I never even thought about this being part of my life, adoption. Right. Like I think growing up, I, there was always this, this aura around adoption that I always thought of it as a negative thing. And then all of a sudden I start learning about it and realize – there is nothing wrong with adoption. Not it's a the, thing. It's, it's an amazing thing. It is. That, uh, that should be utilized more. It, it's, it's, yeah, it changed my life for the better. But I have to ask you, you're talking about your timeline for both your son and your daughter. Mm-hmm. There's still that window where the birth mom can back out and yeah. say, you know what, I've changed my mind. The and, relinquishment Yeah, period. exactly. And it's not that long. But it had to be hard. It is. It is nerve-wracking yeah. because ultimately, like I said before, she has, she has the, the birth parents have a huge decision. And, right, and that's right. And we're always respectful of that. We know that, that this is a big deal. This is a huge deal for them. Uh, so that was a little nerve-wracking. But we went through it, and we, we, we were prepared mentally because we did previously had a, a failed adoption. And where it was, uh, we literally met the birth mom, and then all of a sudden, at the last second, birth father came into the picture, and he 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 didn't want to let go of his his baby boy. Yeah, and and we were just like, okay, yeah, we're not getting in the middle of that. That's his right. Exactly. And uh, so that that was a little heartbreaking. I was going to say hard for you and your wife. Absolutely. That and that was before my son. So that was the original, and we were like, oh my god, that 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 was devastating yeah because you because you you know you get you put all your chips in on there and we're literally at the hospital the baby's about to be born we're talking to the birth mom and she, it was a great experience and then all of a sudden we get a phone call and they're like this is what's happening and what did you think at that point think oh we're not going to do this it's not going to work out or let's it, it was a kick in the gut yeah to be honest yeah but then it was either my i and i can't it was either my wife or i one of us said that you know listen the end result is still the same, what we want. And you're, there's going to be bumps in the road. And, and there that, were. That was a bump. The, the, listen, it could, it could happen where you don't have bumps. That's great. Good for you. Yeah. But you got to be prepared. prepared. And to be honest, 
I, I don't care. There were bumps in the road. I look at my two kids. Totally worth it. Yeah. Totally worth it. But adoption options, even when that process fell through, they were there for you. Oh, absolutely. They, they were there uh, that, you know, counseling to make sure that we were okay. You know, a lot of us will just try to be, put up a, you know, strong shield of, you know, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, deep yeah. down, we're, we're human and that, that did hurt. But, but ultimately it was, it was the, it was great. It was great. So how is it now? How, how old are the kids now? Uh, my, my son is five and my daughter's three. She's about to be four here shortly. And it's just like anybody else. You know, once that once the, everything's finalized, it, it's real life. I mean, to be honest, about a week into uh, <laughs> having my, my son and my daughter uh, at our home, it was just like, yeah, you forget that they're adopted. To be honest, it, it's just they're they're your kids. They're part it, of your family. It, and and to be honest, I, I I forget that they're adopted a lot of times because they're my, they're my they're my kids. There's yeah. my boy. It's my boy and my girl. That's it. That's it. Doesn't, it. it doesn't matter. But you know the once the, I think Colorado is a six months period of where they that's call right. and that's part of Colorado trying to protect the children. Right. It, and and it's not that big of a deal. Uh, but you know, it six months goes by very quickly, and and it, in in that six months, uh, the agency will stop by, make sure everything's going okay at the house, and everything's tip top, and it's fine, no big deal. Then next thing you know, at the end of six months, you're at the courthouse, and you're just signing papers, and, and then it's over, and then and then it just it's real your life, family. real life is officially here, and. I got my daughter waking me up last night at <laughs> random, like 11 o'clock at night, crawling into bed just like anybody else. Scott, it, thanks for sharing your story, you buddy. That man. I, I appreciate it. The Thank smile you. on your face tells me it's all worth it. Absolutely. And if you're thinking about it, reach out to Adoption Options during National Adoption Month. Thanks for listening. It's Mile High Magazine, and we'll talk to you next week.